You're listening to the Study Legal English podcast, the world's first legal English podcast, helping lawyers and law students become fluent in legal English. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Study Legal English podcast. I am your host Louise and over the next few shows I'll be talking to you about networking in English. I'll be covering everything from how to prepare for an event, topics of small talk and business talk, and following up with phone calls, emails and meetings. In today's episode, we'll be looking specifically at introductions and icebreakers. So, let's get started. When you arrive at a conference, it can be a little daunting. You look around the room and at first glance, it seems like everyone is already in groups or engaged in something really important on their smartphones. However, just remember, everyone is in the same boat and the point of you being here is to meet people. If you look around the room, you can probably spot a few different clusters of people and some individuals. We can break everyone down into four categories. There are the individuals, the people who are stood on their own. The couples, two people stood together. The groups of three, evidently a group of three people. And the groups of four or more. Take a closer look at how people are standing. You'll probably notice that some groups are closed, for example, that two people are directly facing each other in a setup where it would be difficult for you to join, and some others which are more open, for example, people standing next to each other where there is space for you to slot in and join them quite easily. Individuals People standing on their own are always an open group. They are always approachable, even if they are immersed in their smartphone. They may be wishing that someone would come and talk to them. Couples and groups of three and four are also normally more approachable than larger groups. In this episode, we focus on approaching individuals. We'll be hearing from John, the lawyer from MMBR Law Firm, and Rachel, a guest who John meets at the Real Estate Law Conference. In the dialogues, you'll hear the kind of vocabulary typical for introductions and icebreakers spoken by native English speakers. As you listen, try to answer the following questions. Number one. Where does John live? Number two, why doesn't John need an umbrella? And number three, when did Rachel arrive in Rio? In the first scenario, John approaches a guest at the real estate law conference and introduces himself, followed by an icebreaker about where the guest is from. Let's have a listen. Hi, do you mind if I join you? No, not at all. 
Great. Let me introduce myself. I'm John. John, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Rachel. Pleased to meet you, Rachel. So, I guess you're not from Rio. Where are you from? Well, John, actually, I'm London-based. What about you? Yes, me too. Well, the firm's based in London, but um, I live just outside of the city, actually. Great. Now, a good way to approach someone is to, firstly, walk over slowly and smile. Secondly, ask, please may I join you or do you mind if I join you? Thirdly, shake hands firmly and maintain eye contact. Then, introduce yourself with your name, even if you're wearing a name badge. Then, Normally, the new contact will naturally respond with their name, so make sure you listen carefully, repeat the name in your head, and then use their name a few times in conversation, just so that you can make sure you remember it. Now, let's take a look at some icebreakers. Icebreakers are the beginning of small talk. They are there to try to become more familiar with the stranger you are now talking to and to make you both feel more comfortable with each other. Therefore, choose easy topics, non-confrontational, things we can all answer and talk about. For example, your origin, where you're from, the weather and the location. So now let's listen to John and Rachel breaking the ice with some topics like the weather and location. Weather's fantastic here. Yes, it beats London hands down. It certainly does. I didn't need to pack the umbrella. Well, touch wood. It's a great location for the conference, don't you think? Have you had a chance to look around the city yet? Hmm, actually I just arrived last night and I came straight to the conference this morning, so not yet. Have you? No, I'm hoping I'll get a chance to see a little bit in the evenings. I think there should be a bit of free time then. Now that we've listened to the dialogue, let's discuss some of the vocabulary. First, you'll hear the vocabulary. There will then be a beep and a short pause for you to repeat the vocabulary. This is followed by the definition. Then we'll hear an example sentence from the dialogue, followed by another example of using the vocabulary. Then there'll be a beep and a short pause for you to repeat the new phrase. Number one, to be location based. To be location-based is another way of saying where you live or where you work. For example, Rachel and John say, Well, John, actually I'm London-based. What about you? Yes, me too. John mentions that he is based in London, but what he actually means is that he works there 
So he clarifies things by saying... Well, the firm's based in London, but um, I live just outside of the city, actually. Repeat after the beep. I'm based in London. Number two, to beat something hands down. To beat something hands down means to be much better than something or to win at something. For example, my mum's cooking beats restaurant food hands down. Sometimes people say any day instead of hands down. For example, my mum's cooking beats restaurant food any day. Rachel says, Yes, it beats London hands down. Repeat after the beep. I must admit, you beat me hands down in that argument. Number three, to touch wood. To touch wood, or to knock on wood in American English, is normally followed by literally touching or tapping some wood if you can find it. It is done when people don't want to jinx themselves or don't want bad luck to follow. John says, I didn't need to pack the umbrella. Well, touch wood. Repeat after the beep. I've never broken an arm. Touch wood. Now, let's practice what we've learnt so far about introducing yourself and breaking the ice. In the following short sequence, I will begin. There will then be a beep and a short pause for you to respond with an appropriate response. Hi, please can I join you? Great, thank you. I'm Louise and you are? Pleased to meet you. So, where are you from? Hmm, I'm from London. Have you ever visited the city? Well done. Now, let's take a look at the questions. The first question was, where does John live? John said, I live just outside of the city, actually. So, it's a nice, easy question. John lives just outside of London. Or, in other words, he lives perhaps in a suburb or on the outskirts of London. Number two, why doesn't John need an umbrella? John said, The weather's fantastic here. John doesn't need the umbrella because the weather is fantastic, meaning it's not raining but it's sunny. So John is probably quite happy about this because, as I'm sure, you're aware it does rain quite a lot in the UK 
so much so that sometimes I like to call it the United Graydom instead of the United Kingdom because it's so often grey. Number three, when did Rachel arrive in Rio? Rachel said, Hmm, actually I just arrived last night and I came straight to the conference this morning, so not yet. So Rachel arrived last night in Rio. So now let's listen to all the dialogue again at a more natural speed. Hi, do you mind if I join you? No, not at all. Great, let me introduce myself. I'm John. John, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Rachel. Pleased to meet you, Rachel. So, I guess you're not from Rio. Where are you from? Well, John, actually, I'm London-based. What about you? Yes, me too. Well, the firm's based in London, but um, I live just outside of the city, actually. Weather's fantastic here. Yes, it beats London hands down. It certainly does. I didn't need to pack the umbrella. Well, touch wood. It's a great location for the conference, don't you think? Have you had a chance to look around the city yet? Hmm, actually I just arrived last night and I came straight to the conference this morning, so not yet. Have you? No, I'm hoping I'll get a chance to see a little bit in the evenings. I think there should be a bit of free time then. Great, so here are some final tips for who to approach at a networking event or conference. Firstly, try to choose people you think that you will have something in common with. For example, if you see people who are the same gender as you or the same age, then at least you've got that in common. Secondly, choose people who you think you will feel comfortable with. For example, if you have a sense of humour and you see a group that looks quite fun with people laughing, you could join that group. And finally, remember to be confident. Everyone is in the same boat and with your icebreakers, just choose nice light topics and if you're completely stuck, just to refer to the conference itself. So, that's the end of today's episode. We've covered how to introduce yourself and break the ice at a conference. For more practice, Podcast Pro members can access online learning materials, including transcripts of the shows and quizzes to test your knowledge. If you're not a member yet, you can sign up for a free trial at www.studylegalenglish.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. And if you have any feedback or topic requests, I would love to hear from you. You can get in touch by email, info at studylegalenglish.com or on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening and see you next time.